This is John W. Whitehead, author of Battlefield America, The War on the American People, bringing you a message about the state of our nation. Let me ask you a few questions. How far would you really go to secure the nation's borders against illegal aliens? Would you give the government limitless amounts of money to fight yet another endless war? Surround the entire country with concrete walls and barbed wire? Empower border police to do whatever it takes to crack down on illegal immigrants, even if it means violating their human rights? Hold your nose and tolerate all manner of abuses in the name of national security? Would you allow the government agents to trample on the rights of anyone who gets in their way, including legal citizens? Relinquish some of your freedoms in exchange for the elusive promise of non-porous borders? Submit to a national ID card that allows the government to target individuals and groups as it chooses in order to identify those who do not belong? Turn a blind eye to private prisons and detainment camps that profit off the forced labor of its detainees? Would you turn your backs on every constitutional principle from which our founding fathers fought and died in exchange for empty campaign promises of elusive safety by fast-talking politicians? This is the devil's bargain that the U.S. government demands of its people. These devilish deals have been foisted upon we the people before. Every decade or so, the government makes a case for expanding its wartime powers and curtailing the citizenry's freedom. In the war on terrorism, the war on drugs, the war on communism, the war on foreigners, the war on extremism, the war on dissidents, the war on peace activists, the war on anti-government speech, and so on and so on. All for the sake of national security, of course, as expected, the American people fall in line. This time around, the government wants us to buy into the fiction that this war on illegal aliens is so necessary for national security that we should be grateful when the roving bands of Border Patrol agents flexing their muscles far beyond the nation's borders exercise their right to disregard the Constitution at every turn. Except, these Border Patrol cops aren't just disregarding the Constitution. They're trampling all over the Constitution, especially the Fourth Amendment, which prohibits the government from carrying out egregious, warrantless searches and seizures without probable cause. As part of the government's so-called crackdown on illegal immigration, drugs, trafficking, its Border Patrol cops are expanding their reach, roaming further afield, and subjecting greater numbers of Americans to warrantless searches, ID checkpoints, transportation checks, and even surveillance on private property far beyond the boundaries of the borderlands. That so-called border, once a thin borderline, is now an ever-thickening ever band spreading deeper and deeper inside America. Consequently, believe it or not, nearly 66% of Americans, two-thirds of the U.S. population, which is almost 198 million people, now live within a 100-mile-deep constitution-free zone. Believe that or not. In this authoritarian reshaping of America, you'd better watch where you roam and ramble because you could find yourself wandering into the government's ever-expanding, constitution-free zone where freedom is off-limits and government agents have all the power and we the people have none. As journalist Todd Miller explains, the government has turned the nation's expanding border into regions. And here's a, the quote, a right place to experiment with tearing apart the Constitution, a place where not just undocumented border crossers, but millions of borderland residents have become the targets of continual surveillance, unquote. 
In much the same way that police across the country have been schooled in the art of sidestepping the Constitution, border cops have also been drilled in the art of anything goes in the name of so-called national security. In fact, border cops even have a checklist of possible behaviors that warrant overriding the Constitution and subjecting individuals, including American citizens, to stops, searches, seizures, interrogations, and arrests. For instance, some of the checklists here, folks. For instance, if you're driving a vehicle to a border cop and the border cop thinks it looks unusual in some way, you can be stopped. If your passengers look dirty or unusual, you can be stopped. If you're traveling on a public road that smuggles and smugglers and other criminals may have traveled, you can be stopped. If you're not driving in the same direction as other cars, believe it or not, you can be stopped. If your vehicle is from out of town, wherever that might be, you can be stopped. If you're driving a make a car that criminal types have also driven, you can be stopped. If you're driving during a time of day or night that border cops find suspicious, you can be stopped. If you're driving in a motorcade or with another vehicle, you can be stopped. If your car appears to be dusty, you can be stopped. If you slow down after seeing a cop, you can be stopped. Are you starting to get the picture yet? This isn't about illegal aliens and border crosses at all. It's a test to see how hard we the people will fight to hold on to what remains of our freedoms. If this is a test, we're failing abysmally. While the border wall debate certainly stirs up and divides and distracts the populace, we the people, expanding the government's powers is not the answer. For that matter, building a border wall is unlikely to do much to deter illegal Im immigrants from getting into this country. They will just continue to tunnel under border walls or go around them as they have been doing. It won't thwart drug traffickers. They already use legal ports of entry and corrupt government agents as conduits to funnel their drugs into America. And it certainly won't make America any safer from its most pressing threat, and that is government agents armed with totalitarian powers. It will, however, expand the reach of the police state under our noses. It's time we the people put our house in order. In other words, it's time to get your act together. Just look at the mess we're in right now. The longest government shutdown in history, political theatrics that keep the populace distracted, while the police state clamps down, an economy that is disintegrating before our eyes, a surveillance state that is gearing up for total control, an aging national infrastructure that's falling apart, an appalling lack of leaders with moral backgrounds and civic knowledge, and a government that grows more authoritarian with every passing day. The problem is not that the U.S. is being invaded by rapists, thieves, and cold-blooded killers. Rather, as I make clear in my book, Battlefield America, The War on the American People, the problem is that the U.S. government is overrun with rapists, thieves, and cold-blooded killers who are on the government payroll, and there's no border wall big enough to protect us from these ruffians in our midst. The Rutherford Institute is doing its part to push back against the police state and make the government play by the rules of the Constitution. But we can't fight these battles alone. To join the resistance, visit our website at www.rutherford.org and check out our library of thought-provoking commentaries, legal resources, and so much more. Subscribe to our email alerts and I will send you my weekly commentary, Rutherford press alerts, and a weekly rundown of pertinent headlines and news articles to keep you apprised of the growing threats to our freedoms. And finally, if you are able, please consider making a tax-deductible donation to the Rutherford Institute. 
by again visiting us online at www.rutherford.org or donate using PayPal. Your donation allows the Rutherford Institute to push back against the government's power grabs, corruption, and ongoing assaults on the Constitution. Together, we can make America free again.